that she was seeing things. She knew that she was overtired, tense. The doctor told her she was suffering from stress, the 20th century disease. Hardly surprising. It was only two months since the divorce had become final. Roy, her best friend and owner of the antique shop where she worked, had suggested a simple solution. Go out and get yourself laid, love. Take two weeks off. It's our quiet time. Get away somewhere where there's sun and sand. You need a new man. Take it from me. It's a tried and tested cure. Maybe for you, you old queen, Josie said in a teasing voice. Roy struck a pose. Dearie me, what sauce for the goose, you know? She had taken the time off, but not the holiday. It was too soon. Sam had done a really good job on her. In his eyes, she rated about as highly as an insect when compared with his new love, a luscious brunette with money to back up her overactive libido. Trouble was, Sam's opinion seemed to have rubbed off on her. In a few months, maybe she would be ready for walking on the beaches looking at the peaches, as Roy would sing. Right now, she felt like getting blind drunk, Thinking of Sam had that effect on her. Josie took the bottle of brandy to bed with her. For a while, she watched TV. The brandy in the rerun of one of her favourite films, Someone to Watch Over Me, relaxed her. When the film ended, she switched off the TV. Stretching out, still fully dressed, she leafed through a raunchy magazine, another of Roy's smart ideas. You can weigh up the talent, he said with a laugh. You have to admit you're out of touch, love. What with having been married to a dinosaur for so long. The centerfold was a blonde beach bum type with a come-hither expression and a body to die for. Josie ran the pad of her thumb over his taut stomach and up over the prominent pectorals. Dipping down to the groin... She dragged her nails over the cock and balls. Shame he was not erect. Seemed stupid that all naked men in women's magazines were obliged to sport flaccid cocks. It wasn't exactly the greatest turn-on. Still, something worked. Perhaps it was the beach boy's expression. Macho, but sort of, I've got a soft centre. Whatever, Josie felt a stir of interest. Roy was right. She did need a man in her life. Someone who fancied her madly, who would spread her out on the bed, kiss her all over, and tell her that she was the most fuckable woman in the world. Trouble was, she was not ready for all the stuff that went with it. And for Josie, sex without a close relationship just didn't work. She was too hooked on commitment, Oh well, I suppose I'm going to have to face up to being lonely for a while, she thought resignedly, taking another swallow of brandy. She felt pleasantly woozy. There was an unfamiliar heaviness in her pussy, a slickness when she moved her legs. It had been a long time since she felt the urge to masturbate. Well, why the hell not? She deserved some pleasure, solitary or otherwise.
She fetched the vibrator she had bought at an Anne Summers party and settled back on the bed. The vibrator had been another impulse buy, she realised. A joke. She had never yet used it. It was made of some transparent pink material and had a plastic bubble filled with little round beads set part way down the shaft. Reaching down, Josie unzipped her jeans and eased them down her legs. Sliding her thumbs into the waistband of her cotton lace pants, she took those off too. The sight of her reflection in the new mirror aroused her further. She looked wanton and sexy, naked from the waist down and with her hair all mussed. Her eyes glowed with a brandy-lent flame. She still could not work out why she had bought the mirror, but it seemed like a better idea with each passing moment. She had never watched herself masturbate before.